0: This is Lady Talk Radio, your space for real conversations about real life and real ways to improve yours. What's up, lady? Welcome back to Lady Talk Radio. I am your host, Stacey Ray, and this is episode number 65 with Brianna Boley. This podcast is brought to you by WeAreLadyAlpha.com, our online and offline community for ambitious women where we start conversations that empower you and help move you forward so you can have the fierce and fulfilling life you know you want. If this is your first time kicking it here on Lady Talk Radio, I am so stoked you're here, lady. The warmest welcome to you. If you receive a message or an insight or some kind of awareness from this conversation, I invite you to share that with a girlfriend or reach out to Brianna or myself and share that with us. We would love to hear from you. So I want to tell you a little bit about Brianna before we jump into this conversation. She is such a phenomenal woman and she is a performance coach and host of the popular podcast, The Live Free Experience. And she describes herself as an avid explorer and deeply curious student of life and uses her unique blend of life experiences and work as a performance coach to guide her clientele into a life of purpose, freedom, and self-expression. She's overcome her own struggles with body dysmorphia, disordered eating, drug and alcohol abuse, and varying forms of assault, and really has come to this place of seeing life as a rich array of possibility, adventure, and opportunity for consistent growth, which is is totally her vibe and it's just phenomenal witnessing her journey and we're going to really dive deep in this conversation. So we looked at those edges in life, you know, what really has us push those edges and really getting to know ourselves, growing through those edges that we push on in life, including self-expression, martial arts, different areas of womanhood, such a beautiful conversation. So I'm so excited to get into this with you. You are going to need to excuse the slight echo on my side of the podcast when you're hearing me talk you might hear a little bit of an echo so a little bit of a facepalm moment this conversation was way too good to not share so just consider that little echo as like a double dose of love from my heart to yours okay (laughs) so lady let's get into this conversation Hey, Brianna. Welcome to Lady Talk Radio. I am so excited to have this conversation with you. You have been someone that we met in Bali at Game Changer Live last year, and you have been someone that I have consistently enjoyed following myself, just going on and seeing what you're up to, hearing what you're creating in your life, Um, just because you're such an incredibly um, open human being. You're really about that living free, living living fiercely, and uh, I'm so excited to go into this conversation with you and see what we... What we talk about, what we talk about.
1: Thank you. I um I find I, I mean I'm so excited to jump on with you. We always have uh some pretty whirlwind, very conscious, uh I guess growth focused conversations. So I'm excited to see this on where where this one leads us. So yeah.
0: Yeah. So we did this conversation before the <laughs> ladies listening in we had this epic chat and then uh, I lost a few podcasts earlier this year just this unfortunate issue with my computer and I was devastated I, was I had devastated. this like whole attachment thing come up I was like oh. <laughs> this is not happening so I'm just so grateful that we get to do this again and um you are a fellow conversation starter you are somebody who also has a podcast starts these conversations in the world and uh, I've been loving seeing where you're going with all that too so congrats on the podcast success and more conversations opened up in the world
1: thank you it's been a interesting little journey the uh the pro, i mean i mean i'm sure you'd experience it yourself but uh for me you know starting the podcast has been um it's been somewhat triggering on on some levels you know having i guess that always exposing myself on se- some level you know and knowing that often i'll meet people and they sort of seem to know so much about me because they've you know obviously had the opportunity to listen to my podcast and um yeah so it's it's been a very fun, very, um, very deep journey. So I'm sure you experienced that for yourself as well.
0: Yeah, well, it's funny that you say that because the day that we're recording this, there was like a, a video that was released from Game Changer Live last year. And I, I went into totally that moment of like, whoa, these are some really intimate, vulnerable moments being shared, you know, publicly and, and just getting reconnected to like, what is that in service of? Like, you know, why do we start these conversations? Why do we share and bear our, our souls in in the work that we do? And why do you think that you do it? Like, what motivates you to keep sharing?
1: I think for me, I mean, I'm very conscious of what drives me in life and what my, my sort of top. Uh, I guess my values are my, my highest priorities and for me something that I always felt was suppressed as a kid was my self-expression you know I was very aware and, and we you and I have had this conversation before that um, you know growing up I was sort of I mean it sounds really quite um petty's not quite the right word but I found for me I was never really able to express myself through my clothing. You know, at school I remember always being told off for not being in in proper uniform, for wanting to wear makeup, and even to the degree of, you know, I always felt like a bit of a black sheep in the family. Um, I always had very different interests to the rest of my family and and I grew up the only girl amongst, you know, um, amongst my brother and and all-male cousins and what have you. And so I always felt like I was sort of trying to, be someone that I wasn't in order to fit the bill so to speak and so you know having that so much of myself suppressed I believe now has been the thing that's led me to really value self-expression and so you know for me the podcast represents not only my own self-expression but also allowing the space and the platform to others to exp- for, for others to express themselves as well so yeah, I guess that's what sort of drives that. And I mean, of course, there is the, the element as well that I want to, I feel like there's so many people out there who have such value to offer and, and they, ha- they have these, you know, incredible conscious um, conversations just sitting there and they haven't had the platform in order to share that with others. So, um, yeah, I, I really want to provide people that platform to express and also to to share the wisdom they have within, you know? Yeah.
0: Totally. Oh, I love that. And you've had some really cool people on your podcast. Let's, let's jam on this for a second, because I know that actually I've heard so many of the women who listen to this show who are thinking about starting podcasts and who want to start conversations and hold spaces for people to, to share their journey. What, like, what is your process around like choosing guests? Do you kind of intuitively do that? Or are you looking for specific kinds of conversations that you want to open up? What's that process been like for you?
1: Honestly, it's um, it's just been people who are, are interesting to me. Um, I've had like a pretty broad range. I mean, you know that I've got quite a um, a deep interest in, in the martial arts scene. Mm-hmm. So I've had quite a few martial artists, a lot of, um, you know, uh, elite professional athletes, um, you know, some Olympic level, some Commonwealth um, you know, pro MMA fighters and what have you and for me what stands out particularly about the athletes is that, you know, in order to, I believe that how we do anything is how we do everything, right? So in order to be operating at such an elite level uh, in terms of physical performance, they generally are operating at quite an elite level mentally as well. So um yeah i mean i've I've, as i said i've had athletes i've had uh experts in their in their given field um and yeah it's really just for me about choosing people who intrigue me and uh yeah as i said giving wanting to give them the space and the platform to really um to really express themselves and express their knowledge and
0: wisdom yeah so cool i love that and you've had some super cool people on there Um, yeah. (laughs) Like going back a second here, because my experience of you is that you are willing to like break rules, you're willing to express yourself, like you said, you're willing to show up and be you and reveal that next layer. And one of the things I i consistently see on your social media is like what else is possible like you're always kind of pushing that edge and just to go back to what you said about your childhood like feeling like maybe you weren't as expressed or there wasn't that that level of of you allowing yourself to show up in that way or being being allowed to show up in that way what changed like what were some of those pivotal moments along the way for you where where you really started to open up and become who you are today
1: (sighs) I want to say there's one particular moment that stood out. I guess it was just sort of those, those markers in life that have you kind of sit back and 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 I guess pause and reflect on you know where you're going and uh, and what you want to create in the world. And so, I mean, for me, it was there are a number of different breakups over the years, um, particularly one in particular which was it was quite a toxic relationship, um, and it really had both me and and my partner at the time. Really, sort of, um, I guess, close ourselves off from the world. You know, we it it was toxic to the point that there was a lot of jealousy, there was a lot of insecurity, um, and you know, we were we were using different drugs. We were, you know, it it was quite a party-based lifestyle, and within that, you know, it was sort of we didn't want each other to have friends, and we kind of we wrapped ourselves up in this in this bubble, right? And I realized in that relationship how dreadfully unhappy I was and so when I finally I guess found the strength to break free from that because we'd been wrapped up in this bubble I I sort of felt like I, I didn't have friends I didn't have any real sort of um focus in life besides that particular relationship and so through that breakup it became this process of I guess figuring out who I was and um and then, so from there, you know, I sort of, I, I turned to partying quite a bit. Um, realized from that that I really wasn't happy. So then I had, you know, all this, all this extra time, all this extra energy, all this extra money that now wasn't going to partying. And so, you know, I, I guess for me, it's really just been a process of continually going, well, you know, what else is there for me? And, uh, I know for me, like, I really see the purpose of life as being to grow. And I feel that the more different, I suppose, circumstances I can put myself in, um, the more I get to meet more of who I am, right? Um, Yeah, does that answer your question?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And (laughs) I'm asking that too with the intention of of really supporting women who are listening to this to to really get, that that's the thing too. It's like, it's not like there's one thing or there's one situation in our lives, but that you're allowing yourself to keep asking those questions and opening those doors and and staying curious. It's something that I've, I've ever since I've met you, I've noticed about you is that you're, you allow yourself to explore. And naturally, I mean, when we're exploring, this has been my experience, like I come across things where I'm like, whoa, I had no idea that was there. (laughs) I I had no idea that I was so freaked out to do that or that I was not allowing myself to do that. What What is that like for you when you hit that edge and you notice that you are coming up against maybe some layers of fear or just unknown territory? How do you work with that fear and allow yourself to keep going?
1: I guess it's you know because we shape a reality around our perception right so I mean when I do hit that edge don't get me wrong it's terrifying and and there's so many parts of me that always wants to step back to the known um, but I am very clear on the vision that I want to create for my life and I kind of feel that it's in the fear that you know that's that's also the fun part there's a flip side right so mm-hmm. when the fear and the the doubt and all of that is there that's that's kind of the marker upon which I, I sort of I guess I measure my not success, it's not quite the right word, but I know that when the fear is there, that's when I'm hitting that that new level, you know, when the moments of doubt and insecurity and and all of those sort of um, I guess triggering emotions, when when the foundation feels a little bit shaky, that's when we're actually, you know, cracking that glass ceiling and, and creating the space for a new possibility, for a new way of being. And so when I do have those moments where the fear is there, it's just sort of flipping that perception. It's, 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 mm, awesome. you know, yeah, I guess having that awareness that that's exactly where I want to be. That's the opportunity. That's the growth point there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, awesome. I mean, really to, to answer your question, it, it's just a perception. Yeah.
0: So yeah, cool. Doing that dance, right? Like It's it's Mm. so funny, like fear is such a, such a trippy conversation because it's, it is, it's such a, like, we can go down that route and get all up into the, the game of fear. And we can also choose to be like, cool, this is actually what I said I wanted. And I get to like play with the energy and like, Ooh, look at me getting all like (laughs) triggered being in the unknown. Like there is a level (laughs) of humor to it too. Right? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You, um, I know that you have this fascination with martial arts and I don't know if fascination is the right word. I know that there's like a deep honor and, and, and respect there for you, especially, um, in what you've shared with me about it too. And just the, the learning that has come through that for you and, and how that's kind of been almost a, a reflection of how life is as well. Mm. What is your experience with martial arts been like? like? If you were to sort of sum it up in, in from beginning to end kind of thing, what has that experience been like for you and how has it shaped you as a human being?
1: I really believe that the most growth is present in the most primal and instinctual survival mechanisms. So when we consider martial arts, you know, it's, it's a combat sport. So it's as close to life, a life and death experience as as we can possibly get out still within a safe container. Right. So, It's in those moments when we are brought into that, you know, we have to be really present in martial arts because it's, you know, we're we're essentially fighting against the fight or flight response that comes up. Those primal instincts of we're being attacked in this moment, I either run, I freeze or I fight back. And so in those moments of, as I said, the primal instinct, that's when we actually have the opportunity to not override that primal instinct because it's always going to be there, but we can actually use that that moment to gain a deeper understanding of ourselves and a deeper level of consciousness and use the primal forces. Um, and when I talk about that, I'm, I'm not just referring to martial arts, I'm talking about with food, I'm talking about with, with sex um, and all those sort of, I guess, key survival mechanisms but we can use those as the opportunity to to really expand and really um, evolve our consciousness, both as individuals and as a collective. So, yeah, I guess I guess for me that's that's really what martial arts represents, and I believe as well that most people who choose to um, pursue a martial art generally come from, and this is a generalization, but. They come from a background where something has been suppressed, um, and so again, it's that it's that self-expression, it's that safe space to express those parts of ourselves that we're told are wrong in day-to-day society. So you know, emotions like anger or uh, aggression, you know, all of those um, key primal emotions, which you know, in in day data- in day-to-day society, we're told a sort of, I guess, wrong, so to speak. So, again, it's giving that container to really express and really be with in a constructive manner those emotions that we're told we shouldn't feel.
0: Yeah. Oh. Just even just listening to you, I was like, oh, I've never actually thought of it that way. And, you know, my experience of martial arts a couple different times in my life was definitely more of the sort of, um, and which was beautiful at this time for me, was more of the kind of discipline and the honor and and learning how to sort of like really be in my body and be aware of my body. Um, And just the way you just described that was a whole other layer for me. So thanks for that. That's really cool. And I I agree with you. particularly for women, I would imagine that this would be such an empowering space to be in too. Um, because so many of us have been conditioned in that messaging of don't, don't yell, don't be angry. Don't, don't punch that. Don't be too loud. Like whatever the the messages was, were. Um, yeah. That's really potent. I never thought of it. Yeah. So cool. Mm,
1: absolutely. I mean, I feel that martial arts is, it's really, it's a stand for the masculine. And I mean, as you said, just there, you know females are quite often we we're told that we shouldn't you know feel anger and we shouldn't um we shouldn't yell and we shouldn't be too much we shouldn't be too loud and so through martial arts it's the opportunity to really integrate that masculine energy and and learn how to express the masculine energy in a really safe space
0: yeah oh yeah absolutely yeah. We, um, we did an exercise at a retreat that we ran recently with the, the warrior archetype, which is one of the, the masculine archetypes. And it was one of the most powerful for every single woman there. They were so yeah. – they were like, oh, just basking in the presence of their own masculine and really feeling the power and the depth and – the reverence and loyalty and focus and all of these, these beautiful attributes um, of the healthy masculine. And it was, it was really moving. It was really, really moving. And, um and there was that freedom of expression. And, and so I hear you when you say that, like, there's, I think we're all as human beings, we, we want that. We long for that those spaces where we can really go there. And, um, absolutely, I, I, I remember seeing one of your Insta stories or something not that long ago. And, um, I love that you will go to these classes to and you'll literally see. leave and be like, whoa. <laughs> I've seen you on like a story be like, whoa, that was full on or I just got my ass kicked or whatever it might be. Right. And, and like, do you find that sometimes you leave these classes and there's different learnings in each one or is it like, are you generally kind of pushing up against a similar edge? What's that like for you?
1: Uh, every, every class is completely different. Um, and that's what I love. It's generally very, I guess it always seems to have a bit of a mirror effect of what's going on in my day-to-day life. Um, You know, I really feel that martial arts is just an amplifier of of how we show up in life, you know. It's a, you know, when you get on those mats or when you get in the cage or the ring or whatever particular, you know, um whatever art it may be, When we're there, we can't hide from anything, right? All those emotions come up. Everything that we experience in day-to-day life shows up amplified in in that situation. And so for me, I definitely feel that, you know, every class, I never know what's going to come up. There's days where I go in there and I feel really, you know, connected to myself and um, really self-aware and I can sort of, you know, navigate uh, the class with you know, a real, I guess, awareness and a real um a real confidence. And then there's as as you said, there's a the days where I go in there and I get my ass kicked and it's like, well and and it, you know, it brings up all these different emotions and it's I guess again, meeting those those edges and using them as the opportunity to to continue to learn more about myself and to, you know, almost as a deepening process.
0: Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful.
1: Mm. Yeah
0: just sitting in that for a moment cuz i really <laughs> i really feel like there is a desire in almost every woman that i have conversations like this with it's like we want these we want to feel the depths of who we are we want to go to those edges yeah. and you know sometimes that looks like jumping out of planes sometimes it looks like diving into a deep you know intimate relationship sometimes it looks like going to a martial arts class, like whatever it is that has us experience ourselves in these ways is the perfect container for it. It doesn't matter if it seems really extreme to someone else or not. It's just about your personal experience of it. And what other things in your life, because I know you're an avid learner, like you love these edges, right? Like what are the things do you notice really pull you to that space? Like what are some of the other experiences in your life these days that are pulling that energy and that depth forward?
1: Um, for me, I'm really at the moment exploring my edges uh, around food in particular. Um, because I mean, again, it's, it's a survival, you know, it's, it's a primal survival instinct to, to seek food. And so for me, I guess meeting myself at that, I mean, I'm dieting at the moment, I'm cutting weight at the moment. Um, so kind of meeting those moments of, <sighs> I guess when food becomes more of like a pleasure based activity, you know, because in society food is so readily available. Um, and so we've sort of, as human beings, we've sort of shifted um, our emotional connection from food. It was once something that, you know, we, we would go out and we would hunt and, and that would be when we'd we would get our food and then we'd fast for, you know, however long until we got the next hunt. And, you know, nowadays with food being so readily available, um, it's almost become this. There's so much of it, right? So it's become this real deep emotional connection with food, where it's it's we use it to avoid, we use it to um, connect with others. And so there's so many different psychological links to food. So I'm using that now as, again, the access point to really get to know myself because I can feel through dieting that there are moments where, you know, be it that I seek chocolate or I'm really craving fast food or whatever it may be. And instead of kind of giving into that urge, it's using that to better understand, well, what's coming up for me right now? What am I feeling? What am I looking to gain emotionally through the chocolate or the fast food or whatever it might be. Um, mm-hmm. So that's one aspect that I'm really exploring and really kind of, I guess, inviting the edges through. Um, and then also, as I said, the other the other primal instinct is sex. So sexual connection, relationship with others um, and really coming to understand myself through, yeah, those different pleasure centres.
0: Yeah, yeah. So powerful. Right. And mm. the combination of those, like I've, I've really been diving into food the past few months and like noticing different things. Cause I've been doing some fasting and I hear you sister, like, mm. <laughs> Whoa, some of the, the just complete nervous system responses and just yes. some of the most beautiful moments for me in the past month here. Um, I did a, I did a 10 day liquid fast and I was like, wow, wow. My body is going into these fear, this fear and the, these looping thoughts and these looping reactions and getting to really stand in the driver's seat and really communicate with my body and feel that separation of self um was so incredible. So incredible. And it's one of the things that I love about, about kind of, and this is something I know, I know about you too, is like challenging those norms, challenging those programs and sort of those, those subtle levels of hypnosis that we we tend to fall into in our daily lives. Like just eat three meals a day and just do this thing. And like, don't ask questions. Like It can be really powerful to shift that and just see what comes up. See see what's there, you know, and, and sex has been a huge one for me too. I mean, just even in in intimate relationships and non-intimate relationships, relationships that I'm just meeting people and like noticing where I stop noticing where I hold back different things like this, like everything is such an opportunity to learn. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I'm loving where we're getting in this conversation because it's just, <laughs> there is no like secret gateway where you're going to like, you know, learn everything. It's like you really truly it's right here right now in these moments, in the experiences we're having, in the reflections we're seeing of ourselves in our daily lives. Like this is this is the, the beautiful work that we get to do as human beings. And, yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that, um, so many people often, you know, in this process of, of self-development, if you want to call it that, I think people are always sort of looking for the next course or the next, um, the next book to read or the, the, the next, you know, thing to study, the next video, the next article, the next blog, whatever it may be. But really the, the self-developments in the here and now, you know, the opportunity for growth is in the day-to-day moments, those, those things that, um, you know, we we, we tend to almost overlook, we tend to, I guess, become asleep and unaware to, they're actually the opportunities every single moment of every single day to really, you know, use them as the access point to dive in and better understand the self.
0: Yeah, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. oh that's so good it's like it's it's like ending the seeking too you know that's the thing that's been really coming up for me recently is like like Like, the seeking the 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 next course or the next thing or the next book or this this next thing and like actually being right here right now because it's Mm. yes this is this is the stuff right here absolutely you know what are you noticing right now as access yeah to to that space within yourself to that next layer I loved something that you yeah. said earlier when you said like I get to I get to get to know myself better. Yeah, so.
1: definitely. I know for me, you know, I have I've come from that space of always doing the next course and you know, I'd kind of knock one out of the way and then it was on to the next one and the next one and the next one and it was you know, continuously it was coming from that that really that hunger to know myself, but in doing that I was actually missing out on the fact that there's a you know, the opportunity is always there. You know, it's yeah. um, we're never without the opportunity to grow. It's just about becoming aware that it's always there, there for us. It's always open.
0: Yeah, interesting, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's that fine line of like where it becomes a distraction versus like yes. a devotion. You know, like there's a, there's yes. a fine line in there because it's. Re- I know for me, I mean, I definitely came from a pretty high level personal development background. And it's like a lot of that was just a distraction from me really just being with myself and the parts of myself that I couldn't be with.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um,
0: So we can learn all the things and become like regurgitating machines (laughs) Um, and then still feel that sense of, of. Um, almost, I was just about to say emptiness inside. And that was definitely my experience for a few years there where I was like, wow, I've, I've done all this work, you know, from the outside, you guys didn't just see that. I just did air quotes there. Um, but then on the inside, I was like, I still kind of feel like shit. And, and Mm. just to speak to what you were saying, there was a lot of, there were some of those primal emotions that I wasn't allowing myself to express. And this isn't a, a, you know, a sling on the personal development space. It was just more my experience of what I was feeding into was like, oh, I'm not allowed to have these experiences. I'm not allowed to cry or be messy or, you know, any of that kind of stuff. And so, um, yeah, it's the unraveling of the ways that we keep ourselves in the seeking is, is powerful in and of itself, you know?
1: yeah definitely I know for me you know I I went through those and as you said this isn't in any way knocking the self-development space because there is absolutely a need for it but so much of my continuously seeking was me sort of trying to fill the void it was me trying to you know fill up so to speak it was me trying to take on as much knowledge as I possibly could in order to prove that I was enough and it wasn't until I sort of realized that if I just you know emptied out that container the everything actually existed in the nothing all the things that I was seeking through trying to continuously fill the container was actually already present in the the empty container you know it was present in the the me opening my eyes in the morning. You know, that was the opportunity for growth. It was present in the, you know, me brushing my teeth in the morning. It was present in the walk to the fridge to grab breakfast. It was present in the stillness. It was present in the the nothingness, you know. Um, and so when I really realized that and I, I stopped chasing these consistent self-development courses and just allowed the nothingness to actually be the vessel, Um That's when I realized that the nothingness was already enough. I didn't have to keep filling it up.
0: (laughs) That right there. Ladies, did you like pause, rewind everything in the nothing? (laughs) You you just like that just came right in and landed for me. And I know that somebody else listening to this is going to receive that too. That was so beautiful. Just the way that you articulated that and delivered that because it's, I think you're 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 speaking to what we all kind of know right on some mm. level but it's like we're not choosing that because we are being bombarded with this idea of like more and you're not enough and learn this and this will make it better and all this kind of stuff right and just what you just said was so so strikingly beautiful like the everything was in nothing you know like, poof, mm. like right there. Uh, yeah. My next question was maybe just answered. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I was gonna say if you could, if you could give every woman in the world something, like if you could literally just gift them something, whether it's a thought, a belief, a, a gift of some sort of physical thing, um, what would it be and why?
1: Oh, oh, that's a big question.
0: Take a time. <sighs> we're we'll in the nothingness right now.
1: That's what <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, I think really it's just that you are everything and you are nothing all at the same time, and the beauty is just in being. Mm. Yeah. Wow. wow. Mm.
0: Yeah like you don't even really need to listen to this conversation but like thanks for listening to it but like you also don't need to like I've been really in that (laughs) lately where I'm like I'll go to do a Facebook live and I'm like don't watch this because like you already know everything you're already all good over there but like watch it so that we can talk about that (laughs) yeah Yeah. you know it's like this this total paradox right life is just hilarious like that yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so powerful lady. I really feel like this is the perfect timing for us to have this conversation. Like I know our conversation that we had before that we were going to share with the ladies and the listeners um, was epic. And it was gone into the into the cosmos. But this one just feels so timely. And I can I can really feel the the presence that you're cultivating in your life in this in this way of being. And I really want to thank you for that. Thanks for being a leader in that space and really sharing this because we, we want more of this in the world. I definitely do. Uh, thank you. That. I really
1: appreciate that.
0: Yeah. Like just to see that, Hey, like it's, it's right here. Like you're all yeah. good. you don't, you don't need to buy yeah. 17 more things <laughs> and then you'll arrive.
1: Exactly. Yeah. We're yeah. already there. Yeah.
0: How do you, keep and I mean, yourself- uh, Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 you go. I was going to say, what are, what are some of the ways that you remind yourself to drop into that space?
1: I guess recognising that, you know, I, I I am very much, I like to live fast-paced, you know. You know this, that I, I, I love the chaos, I love the whirlwind, I love being busy, um, and I am very much, I do like to always be, you know, aiming towards that next goal. And so sometimes I do have this feeling come in of, you know, um, I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. Uh, and, you know, this is sort of the paradox. Here I am speaking about everything being nothing and nothing being everything. Um But in those moments when I'm seeking something, it's about going, well, hang on, what am I actually feeling disconnected from? What is it that you know, if, if, if we're seeking something, it's it's that's us affirming that we don't already have it. So it's about, for me, dropping in and, and, and really asking myself, what is it that I feel disconnected from? What is it that I'm, I'm really going after, you know? Um, and then from there, recognising that uh, I guess it's breaking it down to a point that I can then actually see where I already have those things. So, you know, if it's, um, I'll say, I'll, I'll use travel as the example, right? For me, travel represents adventure and it represents expansion and it represents getting to know myself. And so when I can break down that through travelling, they're all the things that I feel that I would gain, then I can actually stop and go, well, hang on, again, getting to know myself appears in in the walk to the fridge. You know, it, it appears in me stirring my coffee in the mornings. It appears in in me brushing my teeth in the morning. And so that kind of, I guess, collapses the separation because I can see that everything that I'm striving for through travel or striving through in the goal is actually already present in my life. So nothing's missing. Um, does that answer your question?
0: Yeah, I really appreciate that too, because it's, it's the presence, right?
1: Mm, it's it's yes.
0: the presence too. Yeah. And it, yeah. it's definitely been a, a process for me. And just when you were speaking about how this shows up around food, um, how it shows up around sex, different things like that. this whole myth that we need to get somewhere. But even when we get into it of like, oh, but I, I actually do really want to get there. <laughs> like, that's where I'm going in my business, or that's where I'm going with my health, or that's where I want to get. And just what you just broke into there, it's like, oh, and presence to what is here now because actually yeah. the the comfort that i might seek through a certain food or the um the pleasure that i might seek through something it's like oh and grounding into how i can have like really be in that now and no. notice that i already have it, like it's already right here yeah
1: you know absolutely and i mean as humans we have to have that we have to seek you know because i mean without that desire to seek and without that desire to gain more um we really have no there's no movement you know mm. and with without movement we may as well just be pure conscious consciousness we may as well you know um elevate so far beyond this physical body that that you know there's no need for us to be here on this physical plane in these flesh suits if you will right. so <laughs> We we have to have <laughs> we have to have that desire, and we have to be seeking in order to continue to move. But the paradox is that everything we want, we already have. You know, nothing's ever separate from us. We are, as I said, everything and nothing all at the same time. But you know, it's that fine balance. Yeah, it's that fine balance yeah. of not seeking because we feel like we're without it's you know it's not seeking because we feel like something's missing and we're we're not yet enough but at yes. the same time recognizing that we're already enough which is the very thing that gives us permission to continue to seek
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> It, we told you we were going to do a dance with you today in this conversation, and here we are. And I'm I, i, I I'm really stoked that you just brought this into the conversation because this has been the thing for me, is like, I've definitely identified as more of an extremist over my life, where I'm like, I'm yeah. going to go really far in this direction, and then I'm going to go really far in this direction, and, and it's like the opposite is the same, right? It's like that whole idea of like, mm-hmm. it is the dance, and it is the polarity, and it is like, it, we can't go in one direction, like if we seek just to seek, then it's like like missing the presence. Like it's like all of these things. Right. So Mm. that beautiful polarity, the beautiful balance of life. Um, Mm. Let's jam on that for a second. Cause I do remember us having a couple ideas come through and just your way of, of articulating it and sharing it and speaking into it uh, has always been such a a stunning conversation. Um, How do you notice polarity showing up in, in life and just maybe jamming on this a little bit around that like whole idea of the dance
1: well everything occurs simultaneously and to the same degree so if we look at if we look at the human body we've got you know two eyes two ears two nostrils uh two arms two legs you know everything occurs in duality in pairs we've got day night you know masculine feminine um, I think I used this example last time because I, I often get people who will sort of argue well we've only got one mouth but you know we've also got a butthole, right? So
0: there's <laughs> is, there's the duality. All connected, yeah.
1: <laughs> so you know, it's uh, it's recognizing that everything happens simultaneously, into the same degree that two opposites are occurring at the same time. And so, you know, as I said, as humans, we have to to continue to move. Um, and to continue to give us a reason to be here in this physical plane, we have to separate our perception through the five senses to see one or the other. And so, yeah, I guess it's it's through those extremes, it's through experiencing those extremes and seeking those extremes that we actually get to find our new balance point. And so, again, it's sort of, I guess, it's that paradox. It's recognising that, while the extremes are there, when we can sort of, I guess, take a step back and take a higher viewpoint, we're actually living both at the same time, you know, and the and the balance is in the extreme. You know, we're never without the balance.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm.
0: Powerful. <laughs> Thanks for exploring with me.
1: <laughs> My
0: absolute pleasure. Yeah. I'm like contemplating this now. I, I notice <laughs> when I have conversations with you, I'm like, uh huh. Yes. Okay. I know. E-
1: even as I speak it, I feel my brain kind of going, hang on, is this making sense? Because it is. It's such a paradox. And it's, it, it's, um, I guess it's so far beyond, I guess, the the human sensory experience that it's almost, I, even as I speak it, I find it difficult to grasp, you know, I start to, my brain kind of shoots off into, into, you know, <laughs> some other world. So. Really? And it's like, yeah. if we
0: could grasp it, then would, then would it really be real? Cause we're we're ultimately like, we, we, the, the idea of it being this paradox is that we can't necessarily like completely compute that through our mind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And definitely. So it's that constant exploration and dance. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, It's comical. It really is. And I I mean, (laughs) if we were to just sum up moral of the story, you know, what you're going to take from this conversation, what do you think it might be?
1: (laughs) Nothing's ever missing.
0: Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's all on purpose. It's all happening on time in time. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I think as well, I mean, you and I—we've we, had the discussion. We're both very growth-driven. We're both bo- both very, you know, um, focused on, you know, building the business or, or or traveling the world or whatever it may be. And and for me, the beauty of that is really owning where I already have those things. And um, you know, as I said before, it's when when we're seeking for those things, it's that we've created a separation from them. Whereas when we can actually, you know, as I said, break down the travel or break down the 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 business, how we want the business to look, the end goal of the business. When we can break that down and see where we already have that, that completely collapses the the separation and it then becomes accessible to us, you know, because when we're when we're placing something on a pedestal, we're placing it out of reach. So, when we're looking at the end goal of building the business, uh, you know, to, to say, as an example, to, you know, an international level, when we place that on the pedestal, we've placed it out of reach. Whereas when we can collapse that pedestal and see where we've already got all of the things that we already desire, it's right there. You know, it's part of us. We already are the thing that we're seeking. So um, that's the beauty of it, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for wrapping that up in a bow like that. Holy <laughs> yeah. I really, I really heard you this time when you said like when we're seeking, it's because we have that perception, like we're separated from it. Yeah, yeah, I really got that. That's why I'm cool. Mm. So cool. what are we going to see more from you this year? More podcasts, more, more. What are we going to see? What are you up to? What are you up to?
1: Um, for me, I'm I'm kind of in the process at the moment of giving a little bit more of myself uh through the podcast. So, you know, I'm still doing all the interviews with with other people, but I wanted to really bring more of my voice into it. Um I, I was getting a few messages and what have you from, you know, different listeners saying that they get all this opportunity to really hear from other people and they don't get so much of an opportunity to hear from me. So that's been a real, um, as I sort of said at the start, it's been a real process of meeting that kind of shaky foundation of feeling a little bit exposed and feeling like maybe I'm sharing too much. But then at the same time, recognizing that it's that resistance, which is the thing that tells me I need to continue in that process. Um, So, yeah, I mean, through the podcast definitely more of just, you know, I guess me just flowing and just allowing whatever has to come through to come through. Um, I'm definitely looking at more travel. So, you know, I'm hoping to, to get overseas and hopefully over to the States and possibly Canada. So I might come and, come and see you. Um, yeah. And I, I guess just really, um, for me right now, I'm really looking to sort of build the audience and, and reach more people and, Cause I think these messages, these conscious conversations are something that are so needed in the world. Um, and so, you know, I'm really just wanting to reach out and, and, and connect with as many people as I possibly can and have as many people hear the message as possible and have people open up to what, what else is possible in their own world. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. So cool. And we'll put the, we'll put the link to the podcast, the live free movement. I love that you're doing more with you, like more solo episodes. Cause that's what I've been really feeling too. I kept getting yeah. that nudge recently. I was like, oh yeah, this is what, this is what's next too. I love that. So cool. Yeah.
1: And I think for me, it's been a real process of trusting that what I have to say is what's needed, you know, because yeah. sometimes I find, and I, you may have had this experience as well. Sometimes I find I get on there and I'm like, well, what do I have to say? You know, I'm I'm not really sure whether this is of value. And then, when I speak it, it just kind of flows. And then generally they're the ones, the ones where I feel the most resistance are generally the ones where, you know, after I get this big whirlwind of messages come through from people saying like, holy moly, that was exactly what I needed to hear.
0: Amazing. Right. Yeah. So I just,
1: I guess, allowing that process of allowing to be the vessel to, to be the channel, so to speak.
0: Yes. See, this is, mm. this has been the thing for me too. It's like really like what happens when I get out of the way, When I just let myself be the vessel. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So powerful. I'm so excited to see more of you and um, please come to Canada. Uh, Yes, I would love to. (laughs) You would love it here. And we've got a, a huge martial art community here too. So that could be a cool a cool little experience, you know. getting oh, perfect. <laughs> different people all over the world. Um, we'll put all the links and stuff to Bree stuff too on Instagram. You post really cool stuff. I always love seeing what you're what you're up to. So definitely go follow her because she's. I, I love the question. What else is possible? Mm. Like, what else is there for me? I love that you you're asking these questions and bridging those curiosities. And so I feel like we can all learn a lot from that. So thank you so much for sharing your journey and having this convo with me. Super inspiring to hear from you and uh, connect with you. And what we love to end these conversations with is kind of like a fill in the blank. Um, (laughs) I think I think I asked you this one last time, so you might already have the <laughs> the no the no. But uh if you truly want to improve your life fill in the blank. Own all of who you are. Yeah. Oh mm. Mic drop moment right there. Yeah. <laughs> like, sit in that. Own all of who you are. And it's like all of who we are is like ever unfolding. So it's like we're, just, we're always in that ownership of like, this is who exactly I this is who I am today. And yeah, it's beautiful. I absolutely love that. Thank you so much, lady. And thanks for coming on the show. Of course, reach out if you ladies have any questions or anything that you want to share with us. um And reach out, reach out to Brianna. She's amazing. She would love to hear from you too. And so would I, we're real people back here and clearly we love to start conversations. So if you want to have one with us too, I'm sure that we can figure that out. So, um, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you?
1: Uh, so on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the live free movement. And otherwise on Instagram at instagram.com forward slash Brianna Boley. Um, I'll just point out how to spell that because people always get it wrong. It's B R I A N A BOWLEY B um, O W L E Y. And yeah, as you said, I'm always I always welcome conversations. So please do. If anyone wants to reach out, don't be afraid to. Um, yeah, I love to chat. So <laughs>
0: cool. Yes, we do, and explore. <laughs> yes, <Yeah, laughs> whatever. Comes definitely, through. I love that. Thanks so much, lady, and thanks for tuning in, ladies. We will talk to you in the next episode.